sitting here at the table uh, watching the DM look at Brandon with uh, dare I say a, a manic look in his eye uh, uh, Johnny Johnny, how, how would, would be, you how would you describe this you know I would say manic is certainly one of the ways but I would like to focus on the teeth the mouth is open just almost just a little bit oh he's opened it more it is disturbing it's glistening it is poised the glisten is yeah. it's catching my eye oh, oh there's some tongue oh no. action now that oh no. has become from let's, the realm of gross uh, to just disturbing let's return to the eyes which and uh, he are, takes are the widened. shot and it's a hole in one right there the shot was good the dm has returned with just a wonderful performance amanda slash anara how do you feel about this dm just staring into the soul of brandon slash tracy just devouring him from you the know, outside. Johnny slash Michael, it, uh, it really just brings up the ethics of this sport. Whether or not the entertainment we derive from, from these men, uh, I don't know, destroying... Their nay. bodies and souls, truly. Yeah. I agree, absolutely. Yeah, you know, yeah. Nay, eviscerating one another oh, in the God. name of, of entertainment oh, and Lordy. of sport. Truly, this is the worst of times. For CBS, I'm Johnny B. Goodlight. I'm Anara Harthorn. And for Fox News, we report that NBC <laughs> Sports got your back for all of this year's DM stares at player in a weird, creepy way that disturbs us all. ABC characters welcome. Um, I'm gonna hand in my resignation. Um, <laughs> for the for the Eric part or for what we did? For just like. Just why, why pick it apart? You know, <laughs> it was all symptomatic of a larger just problem. All of the last half hour. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We did some sick moves, though. BT Dubs, welcome to the after party. <laughs> hey, hi, hello. It's the after party where uh, Eric is so delighted with himself and Brandon is, dare I say, shook. Johnny, have we have we now named your dancing light bulbs? So uh, the dancing lights that were featured in this episode, if you at home <laughs> want to buy your own dancing light, you should get the Eduardo. slash merch. Actually, I really do want little knit dancing light kits. Or want them to be cute? Night lights. <gasps> there yeah. should be a Johnny Night Light for sure. There should be a Johnny Night Light. <laughs> um, the... Stop looking at me, Eric. I will not. <laughs> Johnny be good night light. I was... Oh, that's so good. There are two things happening here. <laughs> and, and, and I like both of them. As very usual, much. Fish and I are taking a joke too far, and Eric and Brandon are having feelings over plot. <laughs> Um, the lights were named Eduardo, Bob, Janice, and Carl. I like to think that these are just four of the options of distinctive lights that I could have chosen. And so if anyone out there who has more artistic skill than I wants to have a picture of Johnny with all his light children, yeah. that's totally cool. I'm just looking at you with about 55 dice in front of you. You know, of like which that. you can only choose one, right? But yeah. of the dancing lights, like a Pokedex, you know, there's many of them hidden somewhere, somehow in a computer, I guess, at the health center. And then you can draw out a team, you know, at any given time. To make it clear, Eduardo was, for the most part, protecting and helping Anara out. And was. Janice was the utilitarian, like, helpful... Um, good Janice or bad Janice? You know what? I prefer good Janice, but bad Janice is a lot of fun to hang out with. It's true. What is your starting six lights? 
You know, at least the, my starter has to be Eduardo. Obviously, Eduardo is the one that I depend on the most, which is why I send Eduardo to be with Inara. Absolutely. Janice is like that Pidgey you get that you grow up to be Pidgeot. And I don't know about you guys, but I always had Pidgeot as part of my first round through the... Um... And maybe there are smarter picks, but there aren't closer picks. Yeah, it's just because you, you want to have one Pokemon go with you from the beginning that isn't your starter and I love that choice. Yeah, yeah. Yes, there are far better picks, but oh, I love story that. Story of my like... love life, huh? <laughs> <laughs> this after party's going real well, guys. <laughs> so hey, you guys right? want to talk about Dungeons and Dragons? We yeah. also nah. talk about stalagmites and stalactites because that was on my list too. <laughs> what is the difference? I, I don't, I don't in know. The ground, a, stalact the... a stalagmite might come from the ceiling, but they're actually on the ground. That's a good That's not helpful. Like a mnemonic? <laughs> Are you making this up? No. Stalactite. Jesus. <laughs> Why? All I want, all I want is for people to be like, oh, wow, Eric, crazy twist. And we're talking about bullshit, fucking bullshit ways to say stalagmites and stalactites are one way. First of all, stalactites are tight to the ceiling. That's how you know it's a stalactite. That's why you, stalagmites- You weren't wrong, though. You that's weren't why wrong. Stalacti stalagmites might be on the ceiling, but they're not. That's terrible. That's literally I was how more, I remember them, though. I was thinking more, you look you look at like a cavernous opening, you have a bunch of like, jagged teeth coming from the ceiling, and you go, Ooh. Why can't something be tight to the ground? See, here's the thing. Eric in real life often asks me, am I just why? a character? Just why? And wh why? And am I just a character? I am who I am. Stalagmite might be on the ceiling, but it's actually on the ground is how I remember the difference. <laughs> I'm not even joking. That's literally how I remember. Eric, tell us about the car Oh, my race. gosh. The Tracy, other Tracys. What's happening Thank here? You. Wow. Thank what a you. cool wow, and remarkable Jesus. homebrew initiative Crazy system. Ha what's happening? Blah, 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 blue. It's like blur, Undying blur, Light blur, Times, blur, but for blur, Tracy, blur, I blur, love blur, it. Blur, 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 Those blur. rocks are really pretty, though. In pretty my head. rocks. I collected rocks as a kid. Yeah, I did, too. I had did, one what of was those, your favorite? I had one of those rock Pink. cleaner things. Nice. Like the, you, you had a rock cleaner? Like, I had a like rock, rock tumbler? Yeah, rock tumbler cleaner. <laughs> thing, yeah. How long do you think we can do this until Eric actually murders us? <laughs> I think it's now. You know, guys, I spent a lot of time thinking about how I can be most helpful to the team in life and in this campaign. But today I figured, you know what? I really want to see us behind that mirror. And I could try to be deceptive, but the easiest and simplest thing would be to tell you what the deal is. Not mention the Assassin's Guild, because why do that? And uh, go discover. So I had a lot of fun pretending to be freaking Nancy Drew over here. Well, but you must proud of fish. Not vomiting. Yeah, I'm. thank you. Word. You know, at the end of the day, at least we can look at ourselves in the mirror and say, I didn't vomit today. Fish almost vomited in real life. I don't handle that kind of stuff well. And just thinking about going on the roller coaster ride without like being more prepared for it. Can you do something to prepare for a roller coaster ride? You're... Laugh at me if you want. I, will I not. play Roller Coaster Tycoon. I love 3, it. I love it. The one that you can actually set to look at, to like make a roller coaster and you can do first person view. Yeah. Or YouTube videos of roller coaster rides and like do a lot of those to get used to and prepared for that. And I've successfully gone to roller coaster parks and done the whole roller coaster thing. And I can do it if I've had time to prepare by looking at it and doing that. Like an immersion therapy type situation? Yeah. Do you have fun when you are on the roller coaster or is it more like you don't want to be a downer <laughs> of the experience? That's a great question without an answer. You know what? Every time I do it, I have more and more fun. Huh. 
I think that makes total sense to psych yourself up for a thing that is maybe scary, but maybe pleasurable. Yeah. Brandon, what are you most proud of this episode? Sweet cart tricks, probably. I don't know. I don't. This I like how was... it's like cart tricks and not vomit. The, these are the <laughs> these are the three these are the three things. <laughs> I think you did a pretty good job standing up for your own interests, your friends' interests, and the public interest all in one episode. I well, it was tricky because I think like Tracy made a mistake, which I sort of knew was a mistake, but like it was an interesting mistake to make, and I think something that was important for Tracy to make. But then he also sort of. We haven't seen it yet, but I think he's going to try to rectify that and be honest about it, which is something that hasn't happened in the past. So I don't know. I the think mistake being, I don't think there's any feelings of pride yet because I don't think he feels proud of his actions yet. Sure, maybe in the future. The mistake being telling the producers that uh, we had found that secret entrance and we were going there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, and that obviously I rolled a nat one, so that wasn't supposed to be how that interaction went exactly. Sure. Yeah. But he's going to kill that. Blackberry mud monster. I have a feeling that it will just reform. No, he's going to find a way to, you know how like- Burn them. Yeah, exactly. Fire. You know, one of the things for me that was really interesting, not necessarily pride, but interesting was in my head, we had a moment where we were trying to figure out what we were going to do. And I like lectured the three other people here of what I thought was going on based on the evidence that we had had before. And I love that. Not the sound of my voice, which I also do love, but the like, this is my theory of what's going on and let me share it with you. Something that I've not necessarily, I've even mentioned it today. I've not necessarily like always shared with the players and the DM how I felt things were going on. And today I did, which I'm happy I did because I normally don't. And I think it helped us in terms of our decision making. I don't know how much of it actually will go on in the episode. But normally know. we try to reserve our discussion about the game to when we're here at the table recording, talking either as characters or as players yeah. on the episode. Like we try to save most of it for tape. Yeah. Um, so I, I thought it was cool. Like that most players probably would like text with each other, you know, in between sessions during yeah. the week. And it was it was neat. I did, too. Like at one point I wasn't sure what to do. And I asked you guys for advice. So I think at this point when our default is to keep it for the episode, you know, we can on occasion, talk to each other. It's not like we're doing that every single time. I will say, for the three of us as players, this was a tough episode, especially at the beginning, because none of us really had a good idea of what we wanted to do. We had idea. Hold on, I'm getting to you, Brandon. Wait. <laughs> that was what I'm most proud of. I was most proud of my plan. We each it was a good had plan. A good plan. We each had specific actions we wanted to do, but we didn't have like an overall like group focused plan of what we wanted. Brandon had an idea that he wanted to continue going on the uh, Red Throat Gang. Brandon the perfect plan, um, fully formed. Johnny and Michael do not want to... Johnny will, will shoot Kevin Vacation a thousand times, <laughs> but Johnny will not Please be a part... Please don't. But Johnny will not be a part of the Red Throat Gang. Oh, no, I could have seduced Brinksy instead of leaving down an escape hatch. I mean... Mm -hmm. You uh, missed your opportunity. I mean, there were several options. I would have afforded you that. Eric gave us a lot plan. of different Eric gave us a lot of different like cracks in this mansion direction wise to go. Amanda went with what she normally doesn't do and just went for it. I personally would yeah. have liked to investigate the gym more because it it messed with I was afraid Johnny. it would make us aggro, you know. Fair. And the bar is in public and we were in the bathroom already. So Listen, to yeah. me I wanted to get out of the framework that had done us badly as soon as we could. I mean, I'm not saying it was a bad idea. I just wasn't where I was. Probably was a bad to. idea. That's what, that's what I, I mean. Did, look, we, 
Johnny and Michael nearly vomited, so that's a thing. So I don't know. I thought it was just very interesting that uh, we were kind of lost as a group dynamic, not necessarily individually lost, right. because we all had ideas of what we wanted to do, but we didn't have an idea of what us as a group should do. And at the end, we found ourselves on a minecart, getting ourselves to a place where we might learn more about Tracy, Eric, and Brandon. How do you guys, what do you guys think about that? How do you feel about that? Well, Eric loves it, but I'm hesitant about it. I don't understand exactly what's happening. Because Eric and I have talked a little bit off, we've talked extensively actually off mic and written a lot of stuff about what could happen. And every time I throw th ideas to Eric or like backstory to Eric, it's uh, it's intentionally supposed to be like, here's fodder for your ideas if you want it to take it or not. So it's really exciting for me as a player to see everything I've thought about taken and molded into a way that is still new to me and super interesting and engaging. But, but based that, in thought you've had about the character. Yes, but I also, it's changed enough that I don't know, genuinely don't know what's happening. So cool. it's like scary <laughs> in a good way. It could be a red herring. Could be a red herring. There could be a red herring in one of those suits. Um, for, in terms of me being happy about what happened, yeah, I, I'm excited about the amount of prep that I've done. I think this might be the most amount of prep that I've done ahead of time to figure out like uh, what you guys want to do next. And I have a lot of stuff rolled up and game mechanics and all that stuff. But it's like, I guess I'm not doing plot for me. Like, I'm not necessarily happy. Like, I'm doing it for you guys. Like, I set up your backstories and I give you things for you to interact with. So I'm happy we got there. I'm happy that we, we, managed, to, we managed to end up in this robot room. But I definitely want to see what happens next. Oh, the robot room is the name of the jazz lounge that all the Warforged go to. Nice. To drink Manhattans and listen to smooth jazz. Tech jazz. Tech jazz. Yeah. It's just four laptops on a stage. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> I'd also like to say I don't necessarily want to believe that like our high fantasy setting is in medieval times. I know that's like a really easy like place to default to, but like it's not necessarily true. There's a lot of tech. There's a lot of energy that's like powered by magic. A projector? So, yeah. As a projector, I feel like we're a lot closer to modern times than anything else, but we just have, like, the energy source is something else. Like, there may be working lights on all the streets, but you don't all have a microwave kind of thing. Exactly. Um, and I, I mean, we had we had a few examples. Like, uh, what's-its-face, the thing in the ship? Comway. Comway. We have a robot. Like, we have an airship with a onboard computer. Yeah. Um, we have Kind of steampunky. For that. For, yeah. It's closer to steampunky. And again, like... Just because it's like a there, Final Fantasy, really. Yeah. Just because there is a aristocracy or a quote unquote like monarchy and they're autocrats, like doesn't mean that we're living in medieval times. I think sure. that like being Americans, we make equivalencies between democracy and modern times. And I don't necessarily know if it's true. And I think that's a good point too, because a lot of why Alonso's character journey is what it is, is because this is what we think of as an archaic system of government in a more modern society. And so things like PR and image and proving its worth and why it's there and the kind of like pathos behind a new-ish system of government is stuff that they are thinking about and why Alonzo is appointed as champion and like is doing what he is. So I definitely default to medieval when I think high fantasy. You know, when I think of fantasy at all, I think high fantasy. And so um, that's a good reminder. You just made me think of a new fan theory an apocalyptic event happened that, you know, things kind of reverted 
to a more medieval like feel, but there's still technology powered by energy and magic. Mm. And the undying light may have been something that was popular and now is not. The undying light is nuclear energy. The light part <gasps> is the power. The Fuck. shadow is the weaponry side of it. That's why the whenever Johnny is all doing like bad magic stuff that's hurtful, the shadow is like, yeah, nice, because it's like nuclear weapons, but then, you know, lights, literal lights is a I just now think Johnny is a fission bomber or some or kind of hydrogen. The shadow is a pathogen and the light is UV purifying Ooh. light. That's close, but it's really, this is all just a metaphor to get on the silver standard. <laughs> Love it. Oh my God. So good. So good. So for the minecart race, uh, was there things that we could have encountered that we didn't see? Was there a table that you had? Yeah, I actually found a bunch of really interesting stuff online from like 3-5 that I was able to mash together. Yeah, there were a bunch of events that we didn't do. I had a event table of 10 and we did three and then we had the the bridge out, which was going to happen at the end. I want to say if you did poorly on the bridge out, you would have went somewhere else. Like if you succeeded, you were going to go to the robot room, but like you could have veered off to the right. You could have fell right into the chasm. How did you determine success? I gave you extra points if you did cool stunts, which you totally did. And you guys all rolled pretty well. Actually, Fish's con roll was actually for like steadying the minecart just as much. Right. If you guys did poor on your stunts, but it seemed like everything kind of evened out and you, uh, your DCs were all pretty high. But then also we were going fast. If we had gone slowly, we probably would have fallen down, going yep. somewhere else, maybe a room about the Undying Light, maybe a room directly more related to the plot as opposed to a character thing. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you had gone slow, that was actually, there was no way for you to have crossed the chasm. So mm. really, if we had followed Johnny, we would have all died. Johnny So be reckless. Regret. Yeah. Do it for the vine. Nope. nope. Do I'm, it for the gram. Nope. nope. I'm also surprised no one pulled the emergency brake because I did say it was only going to slow down one thing. We wanted to reserve that for if, for example, the track led to like a cliff wall we would have smacked against like a bug, you know? I've played video games. I'm only <laughs> pulling that if there's literally no other option because then I don't get to do it again. Yep. Yeah, you're totally right. Depending on what your strength roll was, you might have broken off the uh, the emergency brake. Um, yeah. <laughs> I have a negative Tracy, don't strength. do it. I'm excited. I mean, I feel like this happens to Johnny a lot. Johnny gets like actions and then it always hurts him in the end. Yes. But like- I also wanted to give you a reward. This one also, it's funny, for the glow cap mushrooms, Hurting I was going to give you advantage if you were actually going to like be attracted to it, like in my head. But it turns out that it happened anyway. So like it was totally fine. Mm. Like you were the only, it's kind of funny that you were the only one who saw it. Yeah, I had some other stuff. Do you want to know some of the other stuff? Yeah. 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 Um, let's see. I had one uh, low ceiling. So you guys just needed to duck down. There was well-timed track change was you could uh, hit a switch on a track as a ranged attack, and then you would have gotten advantage on another challenge if you got it. Um, there was a loop to loop, literally like a <gasps> roller coaster. Oh Horrible. no, I'm sorry, Horrible. Fish. Um, Michael Fishay would not have made that. I I can't do roller coasters that have those. I had some other damaging ones, and uh, there was a swarm of bats. I also had nothing happens, where you just kind of <laughs> where I literally wrote nothing happens. You good? Take a moment to reflect on how wild your lives are. <laughs> not a bad idea. Yeah, so I'm pretty happy with the way this went and with the way that my rolls went. I'm changing my answer. I'm proud of how well I rolled this episode. Oh you my did. god. You did I roll was, really well. I was waiting for someone to freak out and get to the fake monster mouth. <laughs> I was so ready for it. 
you were in a panic and I was going to try to make you pull the emergency brake no, or something. You can't phase me. I'm just too good, you know? You always roll well on um, investigation rolls. So. Everything. Everything all the time. Always. What are you talking about? Always. I'm glad that we got them teeth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, you guys, that's the best you might have rolled. If you think I'm not going to make a like millennial choker out of that and wear it <laughs> next time I see Captain Alex, you're wrong. So we have a question here from Callie in the Discord. If the party was hanging out with Stoneface playing two truths and a lie, what would each character's truth and lie be? Including Stoneface. I think that Stoneface like doesn't really understand how the game works. You're kidding. That's, really? That makes two people. <laughs> so I think that like he all of his are like really close to each other. So it was like, hey, uh, I'm made of stone. Uh you guys don't know my dad, and I don't love I love sandwiches. Okay, that's very good, and I don't think he understands the game. I think he's just happy to hang out. Yeah. Does Tracy understand the game? No. Uh. Well, yes, he understands the basic concept, but he doesn't enjoy the fact that we're trying to trick people. Fair. <laughs> so it's like, Fair. So Fair. That's very good. So very it's in like, character. It's like war fours are cool. War fours are not cool. Good. And I love you all. Aww. I do love that it's all subjective. He doesn't give any like hard truth. They're all like, I think that flowers are nice. <laughs> and ours would probably be like, Oatcake is the best dog. Oatcake is the best animal. I have a crush on Captain Alex. <laughs> it's like none of those Wait, are. Wait, those are all true. Those are all true. true. <laughs> but like she did it on purpose. She absolutely knows how the game works. Yeah, she she like just winks. wants all of you to know all of these things. Yeah. Johnny's going to take it very seriously and say only lies. <laughs> Johnny will say that he was the cause of the centering. <laughs> um the Undying Light is actually three gnomes in a uh, trench coat. Yeah. And I am Stoneface's father. <laughs> Those are good ones. Another question. Katie asks, if the gang was instead a family sitcom, what wacky slice of life predicaments would they find themselves in? Oh God! <laughs> okay, so That's let's so just good. let's just run through this. Um, My Tracy first thought: Johnny <laughs> are the like are the spouses? They're like it, it, I asked you to buy bananas. This is my Tracy sitcom voice. Honey, you know that I don't go shopping on Tuesdays. <laughs> I wholeheartedly see Tracy in like a beehive wig. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I love Lucy's style. Yeah, in a robe. Um, a my first thought was like a heartwarming coming out episode where Inara is really sad and nervous the entire time and then it's all like, honey, your mom is bi. What? <laughs> oh, I thought it was like, yeah, Nara, we knew. Yeah, I, yeah like, we probably, knew. probably that. Like, probably that. Like, yeah, heartwarming synth pad is underneath it. Just like, yeah. Oh. It's Everything's like, fine. I like boys. And girls are like, yeah, we know. You tell us that you think girls are, are cute all the time. Like the first FBC backstory of Alonzo is oh just Alonzo being like, Dad, you understand me? And the dad's like, Alonzo. He's like, you you do, you can't judge me for... Alonzo, 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 I know. Alonzo. <laughs> oh the first thing I ever thought about when I was writing that NPC backstory, I'm just like, what is like the most obnoxious way to come out and it's to continuously come out to everyone all the time as like a way to deflect. Dad, you can't make me clean my room just because I'm gay. 
it's, it's, yeah. it's not because it's not you're gay, Alonzo. You have to clean your room. No, Come on. You just, you just can't avoid it. He's like, I love dudes. And I'm like, yeah, you tell me that all the time. And we're okay <laughs> and with I that. And I love you. And also, you it's have great. to go to work. It's super great. But you need to clean your cauldron. <laughs> now, which one of us would supposed to be babysitting Tammy and Taylor? And all sort of wacky hijinks ensues. I think Definitely, Tracy. I was thinking that like Greg's like the next door neighbor. Alonzo is like the youngest. Adorable. Kid. Greg like, is the guy with the leather jacket that's like nope. too cool for school. Oh, oh, but he's not actually like the Fonz. I was thinking more like John Stamos in Full House. You yeah, know? I was thinking that Greg was Stefan Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> Alonzo is, is Urkel, and Greg yep. is Stefan Urkel. Yep. I love it. Is that the kid with the catchphrase? Did I do that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is I that feel like Cruz? Greg would be. <laughs> I should have oh, said that I do that. God damn. damn. Oh. My biggest DM regret is not writing down more catchphrases for Cruz. <laughs> as long as we don't do any of those like horribly creepy, awful 80s and 90s sitcom stuff, like the like. Oh, you mean like the very special episodes? Oh, I hate very special episodes. <laughs> as long as we don't do those. It's like one Tracy takes Or they're all very special episodes. Tracy takes Chad home and as like a romantic partner and everyone's uncomfortable with it because Chad's a human, maybe. Mara. Tracy yeah. gets addicted to caffeine pills. No, no. <laughs> it's like, Mom, I'm just a boy in love with a noose. Standing in front of a noose. Standing in front of a boy. Chad, Chad's like, I am a human. I'm also a boy. <laughs> Hello, mom. Extends a single flower from the ooze, dripping. Oh, so cute. I heard humans like flowers. The How's flower is disintegrated. Chad fair. is just trying his best. Guess who's coming to dinner, an ooze. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very interesting take on that because of the, the racial and social. I know. I think that there should be what? Oh, man. Just like inverting all that stuff with fantasy tropes. Question from Candace: What jobs would the party and Stoneface and Alonzo have if they were just some cool friends living in New York City? So no one told you this adventure would be this way. Is this? <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh no! Oh god! Oh, no! Hold on! Hold on! Don't say it! Don't say it! Amanda has no I'm, idea what this I'm is. I'm dying on the inside. Amanda was just looking at us. Oh no! Do you? you I have am no a idea who what man. This is. <laughs> oh no! Amanda's been hold in on, ooze this on, whole time. On. It's probably not Seinfeld. Oh, sh- no, it's oh not. you said the name of it, too. I don't think it's Sex in the City. Oh, no, no. it's definitely I don't not. think there would be clapping in Sex in the City. This <sighs> is just in the theme song. Um, you said the name of the show in the question. You got it. You got it. You can Give do a this. Second. Oh, is it Friends? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. Which one is whom? I don't know. I think Anara would be like oh. a disaffected barista who you walk up to the counter and she's like, what? Well, is this like a 90s? <laughs> Wait, is Anara Gunther? <laughs> well, oh, is this like, that's mean. But like, but like coffee person was like a wait, was more of a waitress, but now barista is like a different job. Like, right. so are we talking like 90s, like classic friends? We're talking 90s. Or are we talking sure. like now? Like if, if no. friends was now. Wait, 90s. but also was this Pre-cell specifically phones. about friends, the TV show or just friends in New York? Friends in New York. We're Lower just making this up. Lower case F. <laughs> Okay, because Johnny is no one in that uh, show. No, Maybe Johnny Phoebe. is hardcore Chandler. I think an arrow would be a, a dog walker, babysitter, barista. Joey. I, I don't think you're Hold on, we're not doing friends anymore. I think that Johnny is like someone who's like older, but like they've welcomed them in into their group. He's like, oh man, I went through this tough divorce. <gasps> he's Tom Selleck. Yeah, he's, Tom Selleck. he's basically Tom Selleck. <laughs> I like it. I feel like Alonzo would be a, a trust fund kid trying to write. The yuppie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. Johnny the... goes to the Y. 
Johnny goes absolutely to the Y. <laughs> And Johnny, job is going to the Y. No, I mean he's like old, like, so he doesn't really have a job. He's done working. He just goes to the Y, hangs out with the young kids, so he stays cool. And um, he like takes improv classes. He takes improv classes. He goes to he goes to way too many Broadway shows, and no one knows how he has that kind of money. Right, he has secret There's money. No explanation as I to where the money. Johnny totally like Johnny. has secret money. Yeah, he's a museum patron. No one likes this person, but you're still friends with him because he'll is, let you go to a Broadway Stoneface show. is a bouncer. Yes. At a club. Yes. Yes. And like they made friends with him, like, or he's a bartender and they made friends with him, like, there, but then he became like their real friend. Yeah. Later. Is Tracy a pizza maker or a bartender? Oh, no. Tracy's like a baker. Tracy has like yeah. crazy baker. hours. Yeah. Like, you Tracy... need the friend who has super weird hours. Tracy's yeah. a vegan baker. No. No? <laughs> no, but you definitely are doing no. artisan. It's artisan baking, though. It's I thought I'd be like anti cruelty, you know, like. Oh, no. I see what you're saying. Like you guys have no. chickens there. Tracy, Tracy just, has won a James just, Beard Award for his bacon. Yeah, just super <laughs> local. It's just, and it's like, this is my friend James. Super he has local. a beard. Northwest corner of Washington Square Park dandelion yeah, salad. Yeah. Yeah. Goes to the farmer's market every morning yeah. at 4 a.m. Sure, to get the ingredients yeah. he needs. Greg and Alonzo Really enjoys massaging the basil leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this after party and uh, and doing sweet kick flips and, um, and 1080s with us. You can brag about your skateboarding tricks or tell us what your D&D characters would do at Six Flags or your headcanon for hours on Twitter at Join the Party Pod, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Tumblr, in our patron-only Discord, or via email, hello at jointhepartypod.com. We are always looking for more questions for the after party, so send us your questions on any of those media. We would really love to hear from you. On our Patreon, as always, you can join and get bonus content. You can get bloopers for every episode. You can get NPC backstories that Eric writes for every single episode. I'm so excited to see what this one's will be. And of course, to talk to everyone else in our patron community in our Discord, see their pet photos, see their skateboard stickers, the cakes that they make at work. It's awesome. Thanks, Leon. And with that, may all your uh, may all your loop-de-loops go well. May all your dice rolls be 20s. See you later. Undying light be with you and don't vomit. Don't, 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 don't,